0: ain't going nowhere because there ain't nowhere for you to go you know I keep waiting for you to figure it out Lou, to see what's as obvious as a nose on your motherfucking face but you ain't never gonna see it so I'm gonna have to say it out loud for you so we can stop having these fucking talks because I'm tired so let me make a plain. Hmm? let me make this shit real simple I own you nigga
1: Yeah, we are back, had a couple of days off to sit back and reflect, but we are back with King and Uncensored, not very wise, because the Warriors are not very wise at all, million dollar question, has this team reached its apex already, or this is just a slow start, Well, we're going to get right to it. So, James Wiseman was demoted to the G League on Tuesday. And I was confused by this. Now, I do understand that Wiseman isn't performing to what I guess the Warriors want. But here's the problem. He's not a good fit for this team. But seeing as how I watched tonight's game, they needed him tonight. Because nobody could stop Aiton, even though Aiton was playing like shit. Nobody can stop DeAndre Aiton. Then Jermichael Green looked like complete dog doo-doo tonight. He looked like dog food. Jock Landale was killing fucking Jermichael Green tonight. But he got demoted? First of all, Steve Kerr or whoever's coming up with the lineups is trash. Because you see Klay Thompson off. I'm starting to think that everybody's right. Everybody around me is right. Me, I think Clay is still going to get his shit together. But as of now, I mean, I've been telling people to put pool in a starting lineup. Pool played like shit tonight, too. The pool was poisoned tonight. Poison, poison, poison. What? Is what? was the last straw with the Warriors to send Wiseman to the uh, G League an issue with Steph Curry because in one of the games it seemed like Wiseman set a bad pick and Steph Curry ended up turning over the ball and he basically yelled at him on the other end of the court and allegedly Wiseman took it personal. And it seems to an internal conflict and a split within the team among the veterans and the young niggas. It seems like everybody is clicked up instead of one unit, and that's not good. The Warriors' defense is cathartic, it is awful. And I didn't know that they have not won a game on the road all season. They're 0-9 on the road. That's not good. That's not championship material. So... So... I just feel like this. It's pretty bad out here in East do believe that they will turn it around, but I still, I still think Draymond should come off the bench, that's just me, but he, he's more than likely to start, obviously, because he, no, nothing ever happens to him, but Poole should be inserted in the starting lineup, Clay should come off the bench, Kerr hasn't even thought about benching Clay. Which is not a good sign either. What is wrong with Steve Kerr? Why isn't he playing Kaminga? What is wrong with him playing Kaminga? I seen this motherfucker on the bench with a bus down road. This nigga was sitting on the bench, full warm-up with a roly on. This nigga knew he wasn't gonna clock in. So he put, he put on the watch. <laughs> wow. What is the use of having soldiers if you're not going to use them? Because Kurt is fucking up. By not playing those guys. I'm sure it's growing pains. A lot of issues. But did him did Wiseman and Curry issue get was the final straw to getting him sent to the G League? Because they're not sending Moses Moody to the G League. They're not sending Jonathan Kaminga to the G League. Interesting. Hey media, y'all been quiet about Russell Westbrook lately. I've been noticing shit, but when Russell Westbrook plays bad, y'all motherfuckers want to be up his ass, and now y'all not talking, what's up with that, what's up with the silence, how come when Russ plays well, y'all quiet, Shannon Sharp, where's the praise, where's the respect, Skit Bayless, come on, that same energy, niggas and niggettes, y'all do all this Benny Hill and laughing at Russ when he be fucking up, but when he scores 19, 20 points off the bench, you quiet, that's not keeping it G, 21 Savage, oh boy, so a couple of days ago, 21 Savage made some comments and that basically said that Nas is irrelevant. Even though despite him making great music and having a great cult fan base, he's not relevant. Why would you randomly come out the blue and say he's not relevant? I know why, because you feel cocky right now because you're standing next to Drake and you just did 330 something thousand the first week. That's why, but you're standing next to a privileged Jew, number one. Number two, that Jew's label just gave him $500,000. I mean, $500,000,000. So the label is purchasing these copies as well. You do know that, right? So before you get all cocky, nigga, Nas made more money than you this week. Because Nas has sold, what, twenty nine dollars That's as much as Glorilla, who sold around the same and is relevant right now. So, this irrelevant motherfucker made more money than you because this project is independent. It's kinda funny, man. Niggas get cocky and arrogant, and then Kodak Black decided to jump into the fray and defend Nas because 21 Savage said something about Kodak Black's record sales. For Cutthroat Bill Volume 1, which I am not listening to, by the way. But with that being said, Kodak Black defended Nas. Much respect to Kodak. But then, 21 Savage backpedaled and apologized to Nas. You come at the king best not miss. I mean, Nas is 40 plus. He doesn't need relevancy. Nas is already Hall of Fame. First ballot. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a Warhol of 21, you have two more years left in this game, in your prime, because after that, you're going to decline. 21 Savage is not going to be a rap legend. He's going to be known for putting out records, and eventually, is going to be on Versus one day, swapping hits out with one of the artists from his generation, or somebody that's completely out of his generation but again you come at the king's disease you best not miss and you better watch out for those record sales of your next solo because you will not be so lucky when you do release another album by yourself without the help of the Jewish powers Kevin Durant oh boy it just seems like I lose respect for Kevin Durant. I like Kevin Durant for going to the Warriors because that was a gutsy move at the time. Uh, however, it wasn't a great I mean, it wasn't the best move that you could do for individual credibility and his recent comments goes to show you that he will always need a second nigga next to him to flex Kevin Durant basically threw his teammates under the bus by basically saying look at my starting lineup right now you expect us to win with just with just me yes nigga yes you're a top 10 player In the game, this is why I don't have KD in my top five because Boston and them whooped your ass when you did have a team, when you did have Kyrie Irving. You're not a leader, bro. And then he got mad because people were criticizing his leadership for those comments. Yes, I'm criticizing your leadership, Kevin Durant. You're a hell of a player, you're a Hall of Famer and you have a special skill set for your height. But you just shit on your teammates in public, nigga. That's not what a leader does. It's giving toxic LeBron James vibes. That's what it's giving, yo. You are not a respectable man for the shit that you just pulled. You just basically said your teammates were inferior. Kevin Durant has has never made nobody better in their career. Nobody. People have made him better. But Kevin Durant has never made anyone better. Because if he did, he wouldn't have made those comments. And he would have made lemons out of lemonade. Brooklyn Nets have been going on a run and winning games. Yes, we have expectations for you because you set the standards high. Yes, we expect you to win with Joe Harris, with Royce O'Neill. You know what they're called? Fuck nigga. They're called role players. That's what they call. And you complaining like a diva, bitching, because they're not Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. That just shows you right there. You're not a leader. You're just a very good player and a Hall of Famer. That's all you are. You're nothing more than that. You're not a leader. Leaders take accountability for when they fuck up. Leaders go and make others better. Leaders don't criticize their teammates unless they can criticize themselves. Which I've never heard Kevin Durant take accountability for anything throughout his career. He never said, I had a bad game. I was awful. We fucked up. But it was mostly my fault. I don't respect Kevin Durant for that, for throwing his teammates under the bus. That was was cold-blooded, and that was wrong. Those role players are solid. You just don't know how to make nobody better. Just say that then. You don't know how to make nobody better. disrespect your own team like that. I know Kevin Durant going to be like that's not what I meant.
0: Then what did you mean?
1: What do you mean? Nigga
0: The Lakers are
1: interested in trading for Joe Harris. I mean, that's a good pick. That would be a good pickup for the Lakers in my opinion. I think that would be a good uh, pickup for uh, the Lakers. That's what they need right there. But well, However, Joe Harris has not been the same Joe Harris. So, I don't know, man. I think the Monstars are going to take his powers eventually. LaMelo Ball, huh, man? LaMelo ended up diving into the audience and tripping over a fan. And... Um, he re-injured his ankle. We don't know the status. It looked pretty bad. He looked like he was in real pain. And he had just come back. I was looking forward to LaMelo averaging 20, uh, 23, eight and eight. I really was. Hopefully he can return. I mean the Charlotte Hornets season is already gonna be a wash anyway. Maybe they could tank for Victor, Victor Wimbenyama. Shea is just alexander has been playing high-quality basketball and has jettisoned himself into superstar status and is the leading scorer in the NBA. And he's doing this without the number one overall pick in Chet Holmgren and utilizing his role players.
0: But my thing about
1: this is, I knew this kid was going to be a star in this league. He's showcasing his well-rounded game. He's a one-on-one matchup nightmare. And he's scary to play against. And he even has the Thunder close to 500. They're 7-8 and eight right now. Of the season. I don't know what's going on with Zach Levine. Like, what be going on in his head? Like, DeMar DeRozan is busting his ass every night. Nikola Vucevic is doing his thing. The bench is up and down. Alex Caruso is not shooting the ball well. And are they missing Lonzo Ball's defense? I believe so. I mean, they do give up a lot of points. You would have thought with the acquisition of Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond, that this team would take the next step, but they are not playing well. I guess, to go over tonight's games, might as well to close out the show, I already talked about what I wanted to talk about, uh, the Indiana Pacers ended up beating the Charlotte Hornets 113 and 125, Tyrese Halliburton, man, 22 and 11, Buddy Hill, 19 points, 6 niggas and double figures, Miles Turner had 20 points and 10 rebounds. Benedict Matherin had 20 points off the bench. I can see that. Prior, I mean, LaMelo Ball played 36 minutes. I mean, 36 minutes at 26 points. B.J. Washington at 24. Kelly Oubre had 17 and 13. Terry Rozier had 17 not good enough to necessarily win that game. The Minnesota Timberwolves ended up beating the Orlando Magic 126 to 108. Orlando still without Paolo Banchero, Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns both had over 30. Wow. Carl Anthony Towns at 30 points, Anthony Edwards at 35, Rudy Gobert had 16 points. Woah, Ladies and gentlemen, I love me some bow bo 26 points, 12 rebounds. He is finally coming into his own and is one of the lead candidates for most improved player. Franz Wagner, 18. Jalen Suggs, 23 points. Pretty solid game. Uh, as the aforementioned, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Wins the game for the Oklahoma City Thunder, 121 to 120 on a game winner. Shea, 42.6 rebounds, seven assists. Yeah. Lou Dort, 16 points. Pretty good game for the OKC Thunder, the surprising OKC Thunder. Can you imagine what Shea Gilgis Alexander, Chet Holmgren, and Josh Giddey are going to end up doing once they all get get some chemistry? Man, six niggas in double figures. Bradley Beal had 25 points. Christoph Vercingas had 27. Rui Hashimura had 14. Pretty solid game from the Wizards. It just literally came down to a bucket. Tough. Tough loss. Miami Heat lost to the Raptors tonight 112 104. The Miami Heat is another team that's struggling. I mean, it's not surprising. I mean, Tyler Hero is still getting used to being a starter, even though, you know, I watched the video uh, by Andy Hoops, and uh, he said that um, Hero was better off the bench because the bench, you know what I'm saying? got most of its points from him, and he's very productive, however, Hero did not play tonight, so that could be a part of the reason, but six niggas in double figures, Kyle Lowry had 19, Max Struss had 20, Gabe Vincent had 16 points, Jimmy Butler 13 points, Jimmy Butler has not been playing well, he's been up and down this season, OG and This is another guy that I think um, is going to be uh, most improved player candidate. 32 points, 10 rebounds. Fred VanVleet, 23 points. Chris Boucher. Yo, Chris Boucher might be a sixth man of the year. Every time I look at his stats, you know, I'd be astonished. Jason Tatum exploded tonight. Like, I got to see some of that most, yeah, some of that game. One, two, three, four, five, seven niggas in double figures. Like, this is the Boston team that I expected to come out. You know, I down, I, I took their wins down a little bit, but I still had them as the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Like, this teamwork. Derek White was looking like a true point guard. True perk guard right there. I mean, he had 16 points and 10 assists. Jason Tatum had 19.7 rebounds and 8 assists. Grant Williams had 18 points. Jesus. Jalen Brown had 22 points. Just major production from the bench as had 15 points, Cornet had 15 points, Peyton Pritchard had 14 points, Boston looks like they're still the Eastern Conference champs, as Atlanta mightily struggled against the champ, the Eastern Conference champs, as Trey Young had 27 points, 9 assists, DeJounte Murray 19 points, but those were the only people, I mean the bench did not help today, bench did not find their groove as Boston completely destroyed Atlanta tonight. Chicago Bulls ended up losing to the New Orleans Pelicans as they continue to struggle. Man, this is not going well. My predictions, early season predictions are not going well so far as planned. But Zach Levine had 25 points. Nikola Vucevic had 14 and 10. DeMar DeRozan had 28 points. Uh, Alex Caruso had 13 points. He shot it better from the field. I don't know. New Orleans would have just had a better night. Uh, six niggas in double figures. Jonas Valley and Shunis, 22 points. C.J. McCollum, 23 points. Brandon Ingram, 16 points. And Trey Murphy uh, in Zion's place, 19 points, 10 rebounds. So even without Zion, they were able to handle the Bulls. This is a game that I, that I watched from start to finish, the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks won 113-98. Cleveland just couldn't handle Milwaukee, and Milwaukee had so many injuries. Like, they, they won without Drew Holiday, without Chris Middleton, without Pat Connington, without Joe Ingles, without um, another nigga that they was missing. I can't think of his name right now. Oh, Wes Matthews, Grayson Allen, did not play. And they still beat Cleveland. Even with Darius Garland having 23 points and Donovan Mitchell having 23 points and Evan Mobley having 20 points. But nobody else seemed to step up to the plate. And poor Robin Lopez was getting honey roasted by his own brother. Brooke Lopez is also in that most improved player conversation. Brooke Lopez, this year, is finally... Reaching the potential that he had coming out of Stanford. He had 29 points. Giannis had a light 16 and 12 and 8. Jordan Narawa was the guy tonight. He had 21 points off the bench. George Hill put in some great minutes. Serge Ibaka put in some great minutes. Milwaukee's very deep and probably, maybe, the favorite to come out the East alongside Boston. I think it's Milwaukee and Boston, and then it's everybody else. Grab a uh grab a straw. Uh the Houston Rockets beat the Dallas Mavericks 101 to 92. Uh wow. The Rockets had one, two, three, four, seven niggas in double figures. Kevin Porter Jr., 17 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists. Uh, Jalen Green, 17 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. And pretty much everybody got a piece of the action here. As the uh, Mavericks were without Luka Doncic, who's doing load management. A 23-year-old player doing load management. I smell pussy. Is that you, Luka? Come on, dog. You 23, my nigga. You don't need to do no load management. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Like, why would you rest, nigga? Stop playing with me. James Harden used to do what you do every night. And James Harden didn't start load managing until Brooklyn. Cut the shit. Tim Hardaway Jr., 28 points. Christian Wood, 26 points and 8 rebounds. But no production from nobody else. That was the story of the game. It was two on 12. Golden State Warriors lose to the Phoenix Suns, 130 to 119. Phoenix kicked their ass. Devin Booker made Clay Thompson look like a bitch and he was getting all upset and in his feelings again. It's time, man. I mean, Klay Thompson played better tonight, but he shot six of 17, three of nine from three. That's not like Clay. A lot of people are calling for him to go to the bench. Steph Curry had 50 points. Nine rebounds and six assists. And they still lost. Wow. I don't know, man. Warriors front office got a lot of thinking to do. Ayo, man. a lot of thinking to do here, I mean Klay having that 19, that helped a little bit, Dante DiVincenzo for about a quarter, was hitting shots, but my thing is, who the fuck is Anthony Lamb, I never even heard of this, heard of this guy, He's been in the league two years. This motherfucker looks like the villain from Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Moses Moody. So you mean to tell me Anthony Lamb is getting more minutes than Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, James Wiseman. I just found out what's going on with Iguodala. Iguodala um, is managing, uh, a back injury, no, a hip injury, and he should be back in a couple of weeks, maybe Igadala can help, cause this shit is out of control, but it's obviously the lack of size, pause, but, yeah man, I think they need to call, uh, Wiseman up and say that they was just fucking playing. Because Phoenix just ran a train on these niggas. 29 points from Cameron Payne. 27 points from Devin Booker. Cameron Payne looked like an all-star. And so did Michael Bridges, who had 23, 9, and 9. This dude never does this when you need him to, though. Tory Craig was looking great. DeAndre Ayton had 14 points. Yeah, you ought to be disappointed in Golden State. the New York Knicks beat the Denver Nuggets 106 to 103, this is after Julius Randle held a players only meeting. About what? I have no clue. Julius Randle had 34 and 11. I mean, he put his money right where his mouth was. Pause. Jalen Brunson, 21 points, five rebounds, seven assists. Derrick Rose, 13 points off the bench. Pretty solid. Uh, Nikola Jokic did not play tonight. Why did not? Why didn't Jokic play? Jamal Murray was in his bag tonight. 21 points. Bones Highland had 21 off the bench. Caldwell Pope had 13 points. Caldwell Pope leads the league in three-point percentage. What the fuck is going on with Nikola Jokic? Oh, he got the coco. He caught the coco. Okay, that makes sense. All right, that is my show. This is King Known Uncensored. Not very wise, and I'm gone.